We have a uh, guest here. She doesn't want to be on the show. It's John Stamos. Do you want to be on the show? It's not John Stamos. It is Mike Rowe. My microphone. My mother-in-law is here, everyone, and she does not want to be part of the show, but she wants to be a bystander, and I think that's cool. She gets the first listen. I was, well, I was just, I was thinking, Other I was like, Leon. this is like our first live show. This is a, whoops. I guess you it's know. a good thing we're practicing in front of yeah, you. Yeah, this is our practice round for whenever we actually have guests on the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not guests on the show. A I mean, show. we have plans Live for show. someone on that, Zoom. This is true. Do you have a neighborhood story for yes, me? Yes, I do. Um, so this one has a picture with it. It is of a ring picture of it's just someone oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the ring camera. And it says there's a note that they put out on the door that says, This is for the white lady with the thick glasses, uneven haircut, and dusty shorts. Stop tampering, reading, and touching my package. Oh. <laughs> uh sincerely mess around and find out. Oh. <laughs> I also don't please please don't mess with people's yeah, packages. Yeah, that's, that's just not, mean. It's mean. Yeah, it's not cool. Not, not cool. cool. That's not they're not fair game, guys. I have gotten my neighbors' packages before, and I've brought them over to their house. Yeah, that's yeah. different though. That's yeah. not like snooping around people's mail and stuff. No, 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 no. It's illegal to open other people's packages. Yes, it is. Yeah, that is the law. That is the law. True crime show so don't break the law but op- and paranormal so don't break the law i was gonna say people's mail and now brie is doing par- uh true, true crime. crime all right now tell me a murderous story so my mother-in-law we or were super busy crime. this week and she picked out a story for me to do and when she told me this story i was like like she's like it's like really good there's a lot of juice in it and i was like Great, super cool. And then I started looking into it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, three days' worth of research. (laughs) Man, I really need to buckle down. Yeah, and I did it, like, four hours ago, so. It's okay. It's good. It's fine. Um, But there was a lot of stuff I had to leave out because it was just – otherwise, it would have been too long. So I left a lot of – I didn't leave out any important details, but there was like a lot of small little things I could have put in that was exciting, but yeah. I had to, I had to pick and choose Call what I wanted through. to put out. Yeah. So this story is about Catherine Knight. I know her. You do? No. Nah. You did that to me last week and I didn't like it. <laughs> so Barbara Ruffin, Ruffin was married to her husband, Jack Ruffin. Together, they had four boys and lived in a small town of Alberdeen, Alberdeen in New South Wales. This is in Australia. Okay. Okay. So this isn't like where you've lived or anything. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, through her husband's work, she met a man named Ken Knight. I almost did a story in Australia. Oh. <sighs> anyway, I'm sorry. You it was suck. literally in New South. I'm, I'm not even joking. It was in South Wales called oh. Wagga Wagga. We would Wagger Wagger. Wagga Wagga. It's, Wagga, a, it's Wagga. a town. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Ugh. 
This was actually, it takes place in Australia, not necessarily New South Wales. Oh, okay. Okay. But um, through her husband's work, she met a man named Ken Knight, who was also Jack's friend. And Catherine and Ken ended up having an affair, which shook the entire community. Yeah. uh, Since it was a a fairly, yeah, it was a small town and it was fairly conservative. Right. Um, and Barbara got pregnant with twins. Okay. Oof. Can you imagine? That doesn't look very good. No. You have a giant A on your, wait. Scarlet. Yeah. Scarlet A. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jack and Barbara ended up splitting up and Barbara moved, it moved in with Jack. And the two youngest boys stayed with their father, uh, Jack. And the older two actually were sent to live with their aunt. In Sydney, Australia. Sydney. P. Sherman, 42. Why do we do that? Why do we do that? I know. (laughs) Sorry. And we do it every week. It's our little inclusion of Disney. Yeah. yeah. So the twins were born, and the younger of the two was Catherine Knight on October 24th, 1955, in Tenterfield, New South Wales. When Jack died in 1959, the two boys that were living with him moved in with their mom, and their new step-siblings and stepdad, Ken. Apart from her twin, the only person Catherine was super close to was her uncle, Oscar Knight, who was a champion horseman. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, super that's cool. That's a really cool job title. Yeah, but he ended up committing suicide in 1969. Uh, yeah. That devastated cool. Catherine, but she would say his ghost would often visit her. Ooh, a little bit of paranormal in there. Yeah, that was it, though. Oh, okay. Um, it's over now. Yeah, you're welcome. The same True year, <laughs> the same year, the Knight family moved back to Alberdeen, and Ken, Catherine's father, started to really show his alcoholism. She, he was like a bad, bad drunk. He was violent and overbearing. He would intimidate her mother, Barbara, rape her up to ten times a day. Ugh. And you would think as a mother, you would kind of want to shelter your children from that. But instead, she would sit her daughters down and just be like, let me tell you what happened to me. And just tell her about all these acts and intimate details to her two daughters. Which is just so cringy. Not appropriate. Yeah. So she was also uh, very expressive about how much she hated sex and men. Although there are minor doubts by the psychiatrist, Catherine has expressed how she was also sexually abused by several family members until uh, the age of, of 11, but besides her father. Her father didn't do it. Um, so the psychiatrist that, that studied her or worked with her doubt, but also there's, it's been confirmed by family members that, that this actually happened right. to them. So... Um, and from what I was reading, it depends on who you spoke with, but some would say that Catherine was a loner and kept to herself, but also a happy person. But some said that she was also a bully and terrorized smaller children when in a fit of rage at school. So it kind of, I think it depended on who you talked to. Yeah, exactly, who you're around and not. Yeah. So she ended up dropping out of school at the age of 15 and somehow getting by without learning how to read or write oh like this was kind of what the 60s important. yeah i don't know how you got away with that that's crucial but, yeah how you gonna drive i mean you can see the numbers but 
I guess if you like memorize the word but don't yeah, actually yeah, know what. So. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> don't go anywhere new. Maybe she didn't drive. I don't know. I, I don't know if she drove or not. So she ended up getting a job as a quote unquote cutter in a clothing factory. And after 12 months, she left the factory to work at her dream job, as she quoted, which was cutting up internal organs of pigs at the local slaughterhouse. Same. I love that. <laughs> Stop looking at me. <laughs> Seriously, that's it's on my board. I need to see this board. <laughs> this is where, what's Josh's number? I think I have awful. him on Facebook. <laughs> think about all the free meat you would think probably of get. All that smell. Yeah, though. it probably smells so bad. So bad. I used to complain about coming home from McDonald's at the end of the day and smelling like grease. Popcorn from the movie theater that uh, I worked out. Best smell. Ever. I just hated popcorn for years uh, after. Oh my gosh. Still not a huge a fan theater. of popcorn. <sighs> Fairbanks, if you're hiring, you know, maybe I'll work there for I'm weekends. sure they're hiring. They're always super they low staffed. <laughs> Everywhere's hiring. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she would also often be found at work at the beginning of the production line watching where the pigs would actually be killed. Oh. Oh. But, no. But figured but the her, you know, coworkers feared it was she was an odd duck and wanted to see how other parts of the process worked. That's not an odd duck. That is an odd duck, but that's not no, not it's like not okay. Yeah. So, and her most prized possession hung above her bed, just in case she needed them. Can you guess what it is? Pig feet. That's a pretty good guess, actually. And I think they're lucky. No, that's rabbit feet. That's rabbit feet. But no, it was a set of butcher knives. You know, just above her bed. Above her bed, you got your alarm clock. You got your glass of wait, water. Wait, wait. You got your your book. Are they that like you at her read? headboard, or like, like above, above her. It says like it said above like her a head. Dreamcatcher. No, I'm gonna say above her headboard is what I'm gonna say. All right, but... I'm just saying like an earthquake happens and she's toast. <laughs> <laughs> she's big <laughs> pieces <laughs> but yeah it uh, it said above her bed okay um so yeah i mean yeah so this is where she met her co-worker david sanford kellett in 1973 at this job at his previous job at cough harbor his best friend was killed in front of him in a shunting accident and when well, he What's a shunting accident? I'm sorry. Why did you have to ask me Okay, that? don't uh, don't answer it. Why did you put it in there and take I it out? I don't know what shunting is. <laughs> and I didn't want to look sorry, it up because it was... No, this. How would you not think I would ask that? I knew you were going to ask me, but... <laughs> it sounds like he You know, like... we have someone here that can look it up real I quick. Should, I should have done the definition <laughs> for you. I don't know. <laughs> you can be our Shun... temporary... You didn't assistant. do me the... Sarah, didn't... look it up. <laughs> you did <laughs> She's our Eva. Oh, okay. So shunting is a push or pull of a train or part of the train from the main line to a siding or from the track to another track. So it's like taking one car of the train and moving it to another part. Oh, my gosh. That sounds like a crazy job. Yeah. So (laughs) now everybody knows what shunting is. You're welcome. You're welcome. Now everybody's going to everybody thank Amy for explaining that. Well, and it's super important to know because like in my line of work. (laughs) Oh, because <laughs> it comes up so. It often. comes up often, and I'm always like, "What does that mean?" But I no just, one will I tell need me. To look yeah, it up. yeah. Also, 
another traumatic thing that happened to him was when he rescued injured students from a bus that had been struck by a train, which killed six children. <gasps> so these two awful accidents. What is going on over there? I don't know. But these two awful incidents caused David to be a heavy drinker. Yeah. So, yeah. I Ooh. don't blame David. Yeah, but also go to therapy. Yeah. Come on, people. So Catherine would often defend David when he would get into fights, at, like fist fights at work. I guess like her fist fights like wooed him because he's like, oh, Catherine, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and they ended up being married in 1974. Oh. That's not what I wrote. What I wrote was, I guess her fist fighting won David's love. Okay. <laughs> hey, so you got to do what you got to do. I mean. Get your old man. Um, you had to punch a couple people. Just wait. So, oh, <laughs> on their wedding night, Catherine attempted to strangle David because he fell asleep after only having intercourse three times. Mind well, you, he was like, you know, it is your wedding. He was, okay, he showed up to the wedding super drunk. Oh. And, like, at the wedding, her mom was like, watch out for this one. She might kill you if you don't. Like, if you have an affair or whatever. So, she, he was super drunk during the wedding. And so, she was mad at him because he passed out drunk. But that happened three times. I'm so scared of this lady. I know. Me too. So. <laughs> you do one thing out of line and you're done. You're done for. You're done. You spill a cup or you spill a drink? Nope. Nope. So, put put down that toilet seat so one time when she was pregnant with her first child oh my god she burned all of david's clothes and shoes and then hit him across the back of the head with a frying pan okay rapunzel calm down right <laughs> <laughs> because he came home late from a darts competition frying pans who knew <laughs> <laughs> so David fled to the neighbor's house and was taken to the hospital. He was treated for a fractured fractured skull. If you didn't hit her back or anything. She was pregnant. I mean, you shouldn't, but yeah. Uh, so David I bet the ended up got quite a show all the time. Oh, could you imagine? Oh, that would be so entertaining. So David ended up dropping the charges after she like begged him to, or something like that. After they after their first daughter Melissa Ann was born, that was me. Sorry. Oh, okay. He left her for another woman and moved to Queensland. Obviously, this upset Catherine. Yeah. Because even his her mom was like, watch out for this one. Uh, it upset her so much that she was seen pushing the new baby that they had in a stroller down the main street of the road and like throwing it from side to side. So she was like. Obviously diagnosed with postpartum depression and was admitted to St. Elmo's Hospital in Tamsworth. I think she had a lot more than po Oh my gosh. The poor baby. Was the baby okay? Yeah, I'm making sure because I wrote stuff and then I was deleting it. Yeah, okay. So I wrote that right. That I know of. Because right. like I would read something and then I would write it up and then I would like go to another site and then read like find more information and so then I would like reword this sentence. Yeah. So, so that happened. So she spent several weeks there recovering. 
after she recovered, one time she found out that David had cheated on her again. So she took their two-month-old infant and placed her on the train tracks, knowing a train was coming, going to be coming by soon. Then stole an axe and went into town threatening several townspeople. Just like, she would like literally just like wave it at people as they like were walking by her. And the baby's still on the train tracks? Yes. A man was near the tracks during this time where the infant was and rescued Melissa, their baby. Minutes before the train arrived. Oh my gosh, you crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, Beep. Yeah, so... Catherine was arrested and taken back to St. Elmo's, but she was able to sign herself out of treatment Saint a day Elmo's, later. St. Elmo's, take her to jail. She tried to do an attempted murder. Well, I mean, I don't know. I I don't I don't I don't have an answer for you. I'm sorry. I know this is the 70s, 80s, probably 80s. This was 1980, I think. Yeah. So, um. A woman was slashed in the face by Catherine, who demanded she take her to Queensland to find her husband, David, that had, like, run off with this other woman. Yeah, so they stopped at a... getting everybody. I just don't understand how this woman hasn't been arrested yet. Mm -mm. When they stopped at a service station, the woman escaped and notified police, because, like, she slashed her in the face, and she's like, take me to Queensland. Uh... But by the time they had arrived to the station, Catherine had taken a small boy that was nearby and held him hostage. Uh, Catherine, come on. They managed to. The children just need to get out of her way. I know. Just go. They say, Catherine, they're like, run away. Have a a curfew. Like, I turned to an old children. Go inside. There's a crazy lady out with an axe. You know how on Kodiak Island they make the sound alarm when bears are yeah. nearby in town? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they needed this. <laughs> Catherine's out of the house. She's out. <laughs> so they managed to disarm her, and she was admitted to Morissette Psychiatric Hospital. I probably mispronounced that, but police notified David of the incident and what she told the nurses. Which was, she was planning on killing the mechanic at the service station because he had repaired David's car. And then she was going to kill him, David, and his mother. Why is she so mad? So she told, tells these the nurses that. Yeah. So to take care of Catherine, he left his girlfriend and moved to the suburbs in Brisbane with his mother and Catherine when she was released in August of 1976. Because, you know, I also would want to go back to the psycho that tried to kill me right. multiple times. Yeah, makes sense. Kath, I get un- understanding, like, if you have, like, such a love for someone, like, you might not be in love with I them. I feel like he was just doing his civic duty. Yeah, he could have been. <laughs> He's like, the children. all right, everyone's <laughs> going to die unless I'm with this woman. <laughs> so, Catherine got another job. At the Meatworks, and on March 6, 1980, she had their second daughter, Natasha. Oh, stop having kids. So, four years later, in 1984, she left her husband and moved to Muswellbrook. Muswellbrook. And got a job back at the slaughterhouse until she injured her back and went on disability. In 1986, Catherine... She's she's disabled. (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) 
That'll slow her down. <laughs> In 1986, Catherine met her new boo, David Saunders, and after only a few months, he moved. He moved in with her and her two daughters. I don't understand why her first husband didn't take the children. Oh yeah, I don't know. So although he did keep his apartment in Scone, so he had a separate apartment from her, which was probably smart. Yeah. Um, obviously the relationship was toxic. She would get jealous when he would do things without her. So she would like play this yo-yo game, like get out of my house and then, oh, come back to me. Get out of my house. Come back to me. Um, so confusing. Yeah. And just toxic. Yeah. You don't need that. Um, so, you know, she kept begging him to come back to her and she would kick him out and stuff, et cetera. So this went on for a whole year, and in May of 1987, during a fight, she threatened him by cutting. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, everyone. I am so, so, so sorry for what I'm about to say. Cutting the throat of a two-month-old puppy. His puppy. You. You've done it now. Stating, this is what I will do to you if you ever have an affair. (gasps) Why don't you just use like a... Are you gonna cry? No. Wouldn't you just a drawing board? Yeah, like, (laughs) like you could have easily been like, hey, you know, or just said like, I'm gonna slit your throat. Or just use the whole sign language. Yeah, that's sign language for a minute. Probably, probably. So, I'm so sorry, everyone. Let's take a uh, moment of silence for the puppy. Moments over. Okay. Uh, then she it wasn't a kid. <laughs> yeah. Puppies. It's hard. Like don't yeah. kill. Yeah. It's kids hard. And, yeah. Yeah. Kids and dogs. So and cats. Um, then after that, though, she knocked him unconscious with a frying pan. Huh? <laughs> Settle down, Rapunzel. <laughs> so she got pregnant and had with this gentleman and uh, had another daughter nine months later. And shortly after, she attempted to kill him with a pair of scissors. So he's like, "I would just not have anything sharp or heavy in the house, or not be <laughs> with just her." Like, yeah, just line <laughs> the house with mattresses. Just turn it into your own like psychiatric yeah. thing. So after that, he's like, "I'm I'm leaving you." So he finally left her, but before she did, she he she vandalized his vehicle and took an over took an overdose of sleeping pills and was admitted to the psychiatric hospital. I know. I'm not upset that she did that, though. I'm upset she lived. I, ugh. Because in May of 1990, when she was released, she just happened to find herself in the arms of a new man. John Chillingworth. He was a recovering alcoholic. They quickly had a... He's a theme. She does. Uh, David's and alcoholics. Yeah. Yep. The first one was David, right? Yes. David, David, yeah. and then John. Yeah. So he was a recovering alcoholic, and they quickly had a baby boy, Eric. And they actually had a, a boy. Pre- yeah, and they had a pretty decent relationship. It was very quiet, and they were together for three years. He must have been, like, the perfect guy. He was. He walked on eggshells. <laughs> He's like, anything. You, you want to cut my throat? Okay, go ahead. Go I ahead. won't tell anyone. I'm actually... Never, never mind. <laughs> um, but John ended it when he found out that Catherine was having an affair with John Charles Thomas 
Price. Another John? Another John. So David, David, John, John. All right. So John, this gentleman, uh, actually was someone that everyone liked. Uh, He had three children. Two lived with him, and the third one lived with his ex-wife. While he was aware of Catherine's um, well-known violent behavior, he let her move in with him in 1995. So she somehow gained the affection of his children, and John brought home some big bucks working at the local mine. Three years go by, and they end up having an art. Three. Okay. They end up having an argument over getting married. Oh, no. (laughs) She wanted him to propose. (laughs) you're like no john just get married one uh she wanted him to propose but he refused to so to get back at him she videotaped items that he had stolen from work and sent the tape to his boss which mind you like definitely don't steal from your work but they were like expired medical kits like petty things like everybody's done it before yeah like tape yeah whatever you need to yeah you're not getting paid enough. We yeah. all know we're not getting paid yeah. enough. So, <laughs> I do not condone stealing. I steal pens from the podcast studio all the time. Bree? What? All right. Anyway. I'll, I'll, I also eat your m ms so it's fine. <sighs> um, So, this guy ends up getting fired from a job that he had for 17 years. Oh, I'd be mad. I would be so ticked. So, out of anger, he kicked her out of his house. Like, she... I, I don't know if they were living together, like, completely, but they he wasn't married to her. Okay. So, he he's like, get out of my house. But then he's like, oh, I love you so much. Oh, no. Because a few months later, they get back together, but he would not let her move in this time. He's like, no, like, you're staying at your house. I'm staying at my house. I hope he's rearranged the knives in the kitchen. It doesn't matter. She more. has her own butcher knives. That's true. Oh yeah, they hang they hang above her bed. Yeah. So, butcher uh, butcher knives. So I will say that like you're like dating someone and you like stay over at their house night after night after night. You slowly start bringing stuff yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. That's what was happening with them after he kicked her out. So so like like a toothbrush. Some yeah. Bringing conditioner, your straightener. Yeah. Her butcher knives. Essentials. Things. Her butcher knives. Yes. Yeah. So, John's friends stopped coming around because Catherine just, like, made things uncomfortable for them. Always starting fights in front of them. Oh, uh, she would, like, lash out at his kids. And she even accused his kids of molesting her kids. <gasps> which, I mean, if it was, like, you don't make accusations no. like that unless it's true. So she was just like super cringy and she would just like tell her friends and coworkers she always wanted to kill John. Like, oh my gosh. Just like some, you don't want to be around that type of person, no. right? So in February of 2000, the arguments really were starting to get like out of hand. During one of them, Catherine ended up stabbing John in the chest. So he's like, get out. You're done. Like, I'm done with you. You. What did she stab him with? Obviously, one of our butcher knives. I mean, like, he just told her to get out. Like, no, well, no, no I got to go to bed and sleep this off. I don't know. I didn't read if he went to the hospital or not. Okay. okay. He probably did. I'm Let's assuming assume that he did. He went yeah. to go. So, on his, so 
like he was telling his coworkers, like if I don't come into work tomorrow, it's because Catherine killed me, which is so awful to hear. Yeah, we've heard and- that from somebody. Oh, but um, that's for another another thing. But uh, we like it's just that's like get the authorities involved, right? So on his way home from work that day, he actually got a restraining order out on her. So, which, good for you. But it sucks that it took you that long to do. But uh, while he was at work, though, Catherine had gone shopping and bought black lingerie and then filmed their children while making, like, inappropriate comments about them. I don't know what the comments were, but they were inappropriate. Okay. And so he came home to an empty house and realized that Catherine had sent the children to sleep over at a friend's house. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. So John hung I out be with... freaking out. I know, right? He But he hung out with his neighbors until about 11 o'clock at night. Good. Because uh, he had to go to work t- the next morning. And Catherine showed up when he went to, uh, to the house while he was asleep. Oh, my gosh. Watched TV for a while, showered, and then crawled into bed... Where they had sex and he fell back to sleep. How? I don't. How did he survive? (laughs) I'm not asking how he did that. I'm asking how. How? Oh my God. I'm like, I know I'm not literally on my seat at the edge of my seat right now, but like, I'm waiting for it. The mic's about to drop. You ready? Oh God. Yes. Okay. So John is a minor. Oh, a minor. I was like, he had three kids and he's a minor and she married him? I just realized he was a coal miner. (laughs) So they have to go to work super early in the morning. All right. When his neighbor slash friend noticed his vehicle was still in the driveway at 6 a.m., they're like, something's weird. Like, why didn't he go to work? He probably told them. Yeah, and when his boss noticed he wasn't at work, he sent an employee oh, an employee over to his house to check on him. Both the neighbor and, and and employee searched the outside of the house and they found through looking through the window, they found blood on the living room floor. Ugh. I'm sorry. John, you were boy. so worked up. I let you like get super worked up. I was up. like he made it through the yeah, night. Yeah, I know. I know. So they alerted police. The police broke down the back door and found Catherine comatose from getting an overdose of sleeping pills. So they shook Catherine awake and she was like, what? What happened? I don't remember what happened. They found John with a stab wound from a butcher knife. And they immediately, obviously, arrested Catherine. Right. So... They didn't just find a stab wound on John. This is what happened. John had attempted to escape her when she stabbed him 37 times, both front and back, on his body. He either managed to open the front door or and stumbled back inside the house, or she drug him back oh into the house because he was lying in the hallway and bled to death. Oh, my gosh. She then, sorry, everyone, I hope you're not eating. She then skinned him and hung the skin from a meat hook she had hung from the lounge room door frame. 
She then decapitated him and cooked parts of his body. She then cooked up baked potatoes, pumpkin, zucchini, cabbage, yellow squash, and gravy, and plated two dinner plates with the meat and sides, labeled each setting with his children's name on them, like she was going to feed them this meal that she had cooked. Um, there, and there was also a third meal that looked like it was like half eaten, tossed oh, in the no. backyard. She's like, I can't. Yeah, so they speculate that she attempted to eat it but couldn't finish it. Um, John's head was found in a pot with vegetables, <gasps> which was still warm. Ew, 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 ew. Oh. She took the remainings of his body and laid it over a liter of soda with his la- with the legs crossed. She placed a note on top of the photograph of John, which read, I really don't want to read this, but I'm going to read it. So, time got you back, Jonathan, for raping, rapping, but sp- it was spelled rapping, but it's raping, my D-O-U-T-E-R daughter. Yep. You to Beck, Prince's, uh, John's daughter, for Ross, my, for little John, his son. Now play with little John's dick, John Price. It was very, like, out of, do you want me to read it again? No, you're good. Okay. Leon, you just never chill. meow in the mic, and now you're meowing all he, over there. He normally just chills right here in this seat, too. So, in October of 2001, Catherine pled guilty to murder of John Price. She was escorted to prison, and her papers are marked never to be released. Good. Making her the first woman Long in Australia. overdue. Yeah. Making her the first woman in Australia history to be sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. And Catherine, to this day, maintains... Catherine to this day maintains her innocence and refuses to accept responsibility for her actions. And this is a picture of the meals. (gasps) Ew. Normally I don't print out pictures, but she was maybe a decent cook. Bray. I mean, she made all that like in a night. I mean, that's true, but she and clearly she was good at her job. Clearly, not. Oh, God, I'm not praising Catherine, but, you know, I'm just saying, everybody's got their little niche. Pumpkin's kind of hard to cook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was great. That was, that was yeah, a good one. Yeah, thank you, Sarah. That was a really good one. <laughs> I never heard of this one. So, yeah, it was, uh, I'm glad the kids didn't show back up for her to. I love when you share cannibalism ones. I know, I haven't done one in a while. They're fun. Yeah. They're not fun. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it. I get. I think you. What you mean is they're fascinating. Yeah, they, yeah, they are. Yeah, because weird. Yeah, it's it's something that you don't think about. Yeah, yeah. It makes me like my. Ugh. It makes my skin like tingly, like in a bad way. Like I don't like it. Ugh, just makes me grossed out. <sighs> you ready for me? Are you? Are you I mean? Are you ready? Are you ready for me? I'm ready for you. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Serious face. Because we're about to talk about some ghosts. And show on. So, um, before I begin, I want to note 
that the stories that I'm about to tell you could be just spooky urban legends. However, all urban legends start from something. Yeah. So let's begin. Stories. Yes. Once upon a time. Stop it. In a magical place. Disneyland. And. Disney World. No. <laughs> I figured you could do something like uplifting today. <gasps> Shut so up. We're going to talk about. But your head. Use some assy spray then. If you don't know what we're talking about, check out Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> where you get a free bottle of assy spray. <laughs> Why did that remind me of Park and Rec <laughs> so bad? I don't know. Like, um, the uh, distart jockey. Like. <laughs> oh, now I want to watch that. Oh, so. Um, the douche. The douche. In the douche. Um, oh, I see what you're. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I went through like a whole bunch of stories and I was like, wait, what? Amy loves Disney, I and love Disney. they've had a week this week, so Disney has some haunted places. Yay. I, I know you know of some of them, and I know you know of some things that have happened there, so. But I have less of. Uh, I know you know more murderous things yes, that have happened yeah. there, but you don't I mean, know quite awful the killings. afterlife yeah. part. More killings than. Yeah. I shouldn't say murder. Or deaths. Deaths, yeah. Accidents. Accidents. So many freak accidents have happened so there. So many. Like, I had, this is a very short version. This is condensed. Ooh, so, thank you. Uh, the first place I'm going to talk about is the Pirates of the Caribbean at Disney World. Okay. Uh, either while. We're going the, there in September. You are? Yeah. Without me. You can come. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. We're going to Disney World in September, guys. Anyway, uh, if you want to see what's with the neighbors, really join us. It's going to be a couple thing. Oh, okay. You know, we'll bring our couple too. We'll come. And our couple of children as well. Do we have to bring them? <laughs> 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 um, so either while the Pirates of the Caribbean attraction was under construction uh, or either they were doing renovations, mm -hmm. a welder named George was killed in, the accident, in an accident either involving a falling beam or him falling from the burning city in there. There's like a section uh -huh. called the burning city. I don't remember. I've only been in Disney twice. It's when all the whole city is on it's on fire. I figured by the name burning city. Yeah. Just, you know. Uh, so after this happened, the cast members noticed that odd things started happening, like lights going on and off and the ride stopping. And it's believed that these strange occurrences happen when George is disrespected. So I guess oh. there's a legend that says, like, if someone disrespects him or says, I don't believe in George, the ride will stop. So now you're going to I need go, to try that. Everybody's going to go to Disney and they're going to be like, I don't believe in George. And Disney's going to have all these problems now. So, <gasps> what if Sorry, we, Disney. <laughs> what if the boat tips over and dies? Everyone dies. Drowns. I'm pretty sure it's like three feet deep. Do you bring? It's probably like a foot and a half, actually, because it has <laughs> to have those things on it. Um, so as a sign of respect, the cast go as far as saying good morning or good night, George, yeah. every single time while opening or closing the ride. Fun fact. I love fun facts. Me We're too. full of fun facts in this story. Yay. Uh, when Disneyland first opened the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, the bones used as props weren't believable enough. So they used real ones. Isn't did that, you know this? Yeah, I did. That's 
What? Some say that they're still there, but they were supposedly replaced replaced with Except fake bones. Except for there's one. Really? From what I heard, that there's one skull head. I figured you could give me some more information. Yeah, that that supposedly, you know, you never know, yeah. but supposedly there's still one head it's that George. that could it's not still George. be. Yeah. It's definitely not George. <laughs> um. So now we're going to talk about Dolly at Disneyland. In 1984, a Regina Young, who went by the nickname of Dolly, was riding the Matterhorn at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Her seat somehow unbuckled. Either she unbuckled herself. I saw read somewhere that she'd helped a, was helping a boy in front of her, like who got unbuckled, or was standing up, or she it came unbuckled on accident. They yeah. don't really know. Um, but she ended up falling from her seat, and she was killed when she was struck by another oncoming bobsled. Oh. Um, since then, the cast members claim to have the feeling of being watched during walkthroughs of the ride at the end of the Ew, day. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. And then uh, the area where Dolly died is actually known as Dolly's Dip. <gasps> dip. What? That's bananas. Bananas. I haven't I haven't heard that one before. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. I didn't hear I didn't There's hear. a couple deaths there and I think that's one where your dad mentioned that he knew uh the Matterhorn was one that someone died on. There's a couple right before deaths. they were gonna ride on it. There's a couple Matterhorn deaths that I we yeah. know of. But I haven't heard of Dolly's death. Yeah. Well Or Georgia's. Now you have. Now you have. I'm gonna tell you I'm I'm not gonna tell you if I know of any more. Oh, it's okay. You can. Okay. I kind of want you to give me more information if you know okay. more. If Amy's I know like it, a Disney expert, guys. If so I know, I will tell you. I'm like on my toes. So. Uh, so at Disneyland, it said that a mother who lost her son. Oh, no. Spread his ashes either in the Haunted Mansion or on the parts of the Caribbean ride. Okay. Um, I like, obviously, to think that it was the Haunted Mansion ride because it's fitting. Yeah. Um, But according to one of the sources, a woman was spotted by a cast member on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride dumping a powdery substance into the water. Uh Uh-huh. And another witness even claimed it and described that it was like a baby powder substance. So, like, they immediately shut down the ride, kicked everybody out, but, like, nothing could be done because, like... It was already It was done. Already like, done. Dis- dissipated. Yeah. Um, and legend has it that since this happened, a boy crying for his mother has been heard at the end of the Haunted Mansion <gasps> ride and also been spotted on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride as well. Oh, He's like, you just left me here. <laughs> I'm so sick Love of this you. ride. <laughs> At least it's not it's a small world. Yeah. Did, <laughs> we'll get to that later. This was in Disneyland? Yes. Okay. I also have one from Disney World. So. I'm ready to hear that one. Yeah. Uh, uh, also on oh. that same one. Yeah. Fun fact. Disney World Haunted Mansion is the number one place where people spread ashes in the United States. Like the most common place that people spread ashes. Why? It's a well. I'll it's to illegal to do it. You're not supposed yes, to do it's it. It's very illegal. I, yeah, yeah. But it's the number one place that people go to spread ashes. Like the most common. Guys, like, don't put your ashes in the happiest place. I mean, I get it. I get it. I mean, if you think about it, so like, there's like millions of places to spread ashes, and there's yeah. millions of people in the United States. Yeah. So really, like the amount of ashes that are spread 
is probably not that much, yeah. but it's the most common. It's not happening all the time, but it's the most common. And the haunted mansion, like, where do you put it? There's not water in there. I would get the Pirates of the Caribbean because at least it goes in like the water. But like, you're just like getting stuff for them to have to sweep up. I don't know. A vacuum. It's going in a vacuum. I know. Well, <laughs> yes, it is. Because, but a lot of people don't know the rule. Or they, I mean, they should, but, or they don't care. I don't know. Uh, I think I actually, yeah, I put that in here. Oh, you did? Yep. So don't worry. Oh, okay. Uh, you're good, though. Um, so according to, to also add to this, uh, according to a book called Mouse Tales. Yeah. A behind the ears look at Disneyland. You've heard of it? Yeah. Yeah. I want to get this book. Um, said, the guy said that the Haunted Mansion has been the site been the site of one previous ash scattering and even quoted an employee who recounted the case so it must have been maybe it was that one maybe it was one of the hundreds of people that are putting ashes out there um and i guess the employee had said in the book that extra time was requested for a memorial service for a seven-year-old boy who had died oh they they i guess they okayed it yeah uh fun fact I mean, that's kind of hard. Like, if someone's spreading yeah, ashes. They're like, no, you can't. You're, like, a grieving person. And no, no, no. The answer is no. Yeah. But yeah, no. You should probably let them do that. Yeah. Let them do it this and then let them walk away ever. and then vacuum it up. Yeah. He's just like, <laughs> She's gone. <laughs> Get the Kirby. Who <laughs> uses Kirby's anymore? Uh... I'm going to read this fun fact first because okay. you just talked about it. Asking for permission to disperse ashes on the park premises is always a no. Uh-huh. And without written permission, it's a misdemeanor violation of the state uh, health and safety code to scatter human ashes on prop- private property, even though it's actually not harmful to your health. So, um, Dang. So Haunted Mansion at Disney World now. Like Disneyland's location, a boy has also been spotted and even photographed on the Haunted Mansion ride at Disney World. On the dark ride, someone took a picture of what was in front of them, like on the dark ride. Yeah. And you're they not didn't use to do a, that. Yeah. 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 They're not, you're not, they didn't use a flash or anything. And a few doom buggies oh, okay. ahead I guess that's fine. appeared to be a young boy poking his head out from the cart. And the person who posted this picture stated that not only. Was he not there when they took the picture, but there wasn't a child this age with <gasps> 20 people in front of them. And, like I said, there was no flash while taking the picture. And I'm going to... You have a picture of it? Yeah, because it's like, it's, like, it blows my mind. It's really tiny, though. You can see his little head poking out. It looks like the flash has been used. Whoa! You guys can look this up, by the way. There's so many videos. And... That's, like, clearly a little boy. Yeah! Right? It's like, hey. And is that, uh, did they say if there was a death of a little boy there? Or ashes spread? I'm sorry, I forgot. Uh, I, I didn't get that far into it, but I think there was. I think there was a story on one of the rides, and I want to say it was the Haunted Mansion about someone jumping cars. But I don't know how you could get hurt in that one because it goes so slow. I don't know how you could die in the Haunted Mansion ride. I don't think that I slow, read right? any. It it is. It's slow enough for you to jump out, but if someone spread ashes, I mean. Well, yeah, or even in the Pirates of the Caribbean is right next to it, isn't it? 
No. No. Oh, never mind. That's maybe that's Disneyland. That's Disneyland. Okay. But. Because they said that the same people appear in Disneyland. Yeah. No, but if someone spread ashes, I mean, there could have been remains or the yeah. soul or whatever. Or bones. That's true. Is there something under here? Why? Oh, it's Leon. Okay, I'm killing Leon. I'm like, what's touching <laughs> my foot? What's touching my foot? Um, there, was that it for the Haunted Mansion? Or is In Disney more? World, yes. In Disney World? Okay. So, uh, we got a fun fact. Last time we went to Disney World, um... We were at the very back in the attic for the ride when it shut down, and we got to we got to walk from the attic all the way back. Oh, which the attic is the very tippy top of the ride. Okay, and so we got to walk all the way back, and there was a cast. We were at the end of the line, so a cast member member was behind us, and so she was telling us a lot of fun facts. Oh, and I forgot his name, but there's a crow in there. That they have to say good morning and good night to. Oh, that's a Disney World. In Disney mansion. World. Okay. Because otherwise, if they don't, things are ruined all day. Like, things mess up I all day it. long. I love this. Yeah. They don't talk about this on the news because no. it's the happiest place in the world. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So if they don't say good morning, I, I want to say his name is Lucifer, but I'm, I won't. <laughs> I'm probably wrong, but I feel like that was his name. Um, they said, good morning, Lucifer. And if That's they don't, cool. things just mess up constantly all day long like on George. the Like George. Yeah. They got a crow and they got George. Yeah. As I discussed in the past in a previous story, uh, the Queen Mary haunted ship was yep. a once a Disney attraction. Yeah. For Walt Disney. If, if you do not remember that, but I know you remember that. Go back to episode... Blah, blah, blah. Blah. I want to say it was like 40. Yeah, it wasn't no, too long ago. It wasn't 40. It was like 35 or 40. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so Space Mountain Disneyland. Yeah. Let's talk about some space Let's stuff. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about some gingers. Let's talk about you and me. Let's <laughs> A, B, C. <laughs> what? So on this ride, uh, Space Mountain, multiple guests have reported seeing and even talking to a redheaded man riding in the car, then disappearing. After telling, after one person told this to a cast member, they told the guests that they've likely had an encounter with the Mr. One-Way Ghost. A spirit that interacts with guests in line and rides in carts with single riders on Space Mountain, on the Space Mountain ride at Disneyland. He has also been spotted in the cast member locker room creeper. Um, and surveillance has actually caught some questionable footage of him. Like, you can see the ride, and then you see, like, this guy in a single cart, and then you see, like, this. It could easily be, like, a glitch in the camera, but it's, like, a perfect, like, round shape of something that flashes, and then it goes away. Oh. Yeah. You really have to look at it, though. Yeah. I think I think it's him. I think it's Mr. And that's in Disneyland. Yes. On the Interesting. Fun fact. But so he doesn't talk back to them? Uh he, someone said that he actually did talk back to them and they said that he was he seemed really strange in the way he was talking to them. Okay. And then they looked away and then looked back and he was gone. Interesting. So uh, I love it. Fun fact, some parents have actually attempted to bring their baby on Space Mountain. That's not moronic. a good idea. In a duffel bag. Why are we doing this? I really want to go on this ride. <laughs> the baby's got. 
The baby wants to go, but it's too short. Doesn't make the height requirement. What are people doing? Throw in the duffel bag. I feel oh like Catherine God. would. I feel like Catherine would. Catherine do this. would probably do that. <laughs> After, never mind. Well, Did this she, baby no, die on the from like shaking baby <laughs> syndrome? <laughs> Clearly, it's fine. Is it though? At no. what point do we say the baby's not fine? I think he had a blast off. Bray. <laughs> uh, next, speaking of the monorail, the monorail ghost. Like Dolly, the monorail ghost ghost has a tragic story. Wait, hold on. You know how I was talking about frying pans? Yeah. And I kept mentioning Rapunzel. Yeah. I know. Every time you did that, and I was I had, just like, I have a Disney story. I had no idea. <laughs> I know. I Her, love it. Bray's daughter is obsessed, obsessed. With, with Rapunzel. So, yeah. And she has no hair, and she wishes that she has Rapunzel hair oh, all the time. Her room is themed Rapunzel. Oh, she yeah. Rapunzel. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so back in 1966, a 19-year-old guy named Thomas Guy Cleveland tried sneaking into Disneyland by jumping the fence and climbing oh, on top yeah. of the monorail tracks. Yeah, I've, I've heard, heard this talk- one. Yeah. He was struck by struck and killed by an oncoming tram. It's said that the figure has been spotted wandering wandering the tracks at night and vanishes when a tram comes. You ready for another fun fact? Yeah. This one is more for my husband. Who uh, doesn't even listen to this. Do you want me to call him? Call him right now. Josh! He didn't come. I'm sorry. can't hear me. Um, Walt Disney World has three diesel-powered tow tractors to move around monorail trains in case of emergencies or power failures. So nice. no worries, guys. If stuff happens, you know. You're not going to be stuck on the tracks. The diesel tractors are going to save the day. Back to the story. Uh, so on an old ride called America Sings at Disneyland, I think oh you. Oh, my gosh, yeah, yes. I think I've heard this one from you before. This one is painful. I, yeah. This ride yes. is a good. It's, yeah. This ride is really good if there's a bad storm outside. Like crushes your hopes and dreams yeah. of Disney World. Uh, so this is a good sit to let your feet rest. Take a nap in. Is it still going? Yeah. I thought America, America-, America Sings. Oh, okay. I thought it wasn't there anymore. Okay, cool. Nope. I'm thinking of progress of yeah. s- progression. Or, yeah, yeah, that's there now, I think. Yes, correct. Yes. Yeah. That took over. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Um. So you're good. Uh. So still a good ride because the same ride. Yeah. But it's just different. Good it's, for times have changed. Yes. They had to change over the, like the theme or something. It's good for like resting your feet, letting a storm pass. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. So on July 8th of 1974, a cast member named. And I'm pretty sure it was like a couple days after it like first started. It was the first was day. It? it was the first day. Okay. If we're t- thinking of the same one. Yeah, I'm pretty certain it is because I know you told me this before yeah it's one Uh, of my favorite not my favorite but it's pretty brutal it's a pretty brutal one yeah so a cast member named deborah gale stone was accidentally crushed to death between the building's rotating wall and stationary wall oh that's awful so like like it was turning rotating so here's a stationary wall right here and this is just like wall it's like a circular motion that it turns and so wall like it's two walls moving against each other right, you see this patreon that was a great demonstration yeah <laughs> like sarah's over there like oh i can feel it yeah <laughs> um, very very skinny awful like, 
Yeah. Awful. You have to be very, very like a paper thin to avoid that. Uh, so since this happened, uh, employees have reported hearing disembodied a disembodied voice warning people to be careful. Oh my god! As they worked, and uh, not sure if this could be related, but also there's a hat booth between where the America Sings ride was and Tomorrowland, mm-hmm. and it's supposedly haunted. Uh, some have seen a face in the reflection of the, of the sewing machine there. Ew. And also, there was another thing that said that the mach- the sewing machine it works all day and it doesn't get hot, but at random times it'll just like get really hot. So I don't know. Interesting. Um, so this is at Disneyland. Yes. Okay. So maybe it's Deborah, and also the building, that same building that Deborah died in, whichever ride it is now, I can't remember. Progress something. Uh, Carousel of Progress. Carousel of Progress. It's said to be haunted by a teenage boy who died in the speed tunnel tunnel section of the people mover, which yep. is yeah. on the outer. Okay, I thought this would make sense to yeah. you. Yeah, on the outer edge building, and the boy died attempting ju- to jump from one cart to another mm-hmm. and was dragged along the track before <gasps> it came to stop. This is the, yeah. the one that I was thinking of earlier. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's awful. Yeah. I bet he was. Oh no, no, I'm well, not even gonna ask. I'm not even yeah. gonna talk about it. Fun fact. Okay. Did you know that the, all the plants at Tomorrowland are actually edible? Yes, I've actually eaten them. <laughs> of course you have. I knew this would be a fun story. Because I was like, did you know? And I, we were in Space Mountain. I think we were in Disneyland when it happened. We were in line for Space Mountain. And I was like, they're edible. And I took a bite and I was like, how many people have touched this plant? It probably means that they're not poisonous. <laughs> no, they aren't. They're, yeah. they're they're not. Yeah, but that's probably just what it means. So it's like grass you can get out of your backyard. Probably, but yeah, I Look definitely. I couldn't eat it. it I definitely took a bite, and I know my brother was there and my sister were there for sure, and maybe my mom. But I was just like, and then I was like, ew, yeah, that's gross. <laughs> They probably did that for, like, lawsuit purposes. They're like, while the kids are waiting well, here around all these plants. No, so the reason why was because Walt wanted to make Tomorrowland, like... I'm so happy that I did this story. <laughs> um, a new, um, like, the future. Okay. And, he, like, the future is, like, all we plants We need are... to eat vegetables. Yeah. Yep, that's We're it. still not there. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, it's so that, like, all the plants were, like, in the future... Everything like you grow and everything that you walk by, you can pick up and it's useful. Eat. Yeah, yeah, is useful. So I like that. I love that you knew that. <laughs> I, I honestly did not think you were gonna. I thought I was gonna stump you on that one. Nope. Oh, I Sorry. love that you know. I, I really don't mind that you know this. I'm so glad that you're chiming in right now. I'm loving this episode. Okay, so I love all of our episodes, I but do this too. is this one is really making me happy. It's fun. Um, so you know the ride, It's a Small World? Yes. Everybody does. It used to be my favorite. And one time, (laughs) sorry, this is Amy's podcast now. (laughs) So one time, uh, we went to Disneyland and my mom and I went on the ride seven times in, I think it was- On It's a Small World? Yeah, in a row because- there was no line, so we were just like oh, on and over I get that. and over and over. Because it was my favorite when I was like Alice's age this or Charlotte's age. I don't know how old I, I was. I didn't like it when I was seven, and I I didn't go on to Disney and when I was seven. So someone, aka my mother, told Alice this information. So now Alice is like, 
Mom, it's your favorite ride. Do you want to go on your favorite ride? And I'm like, yeah, so much. But now she probably loves it. That's cute. Yeah. She's like, let's torture you. Basically, that's what it is. Favorite ride is Alice's favorite ride is Splash Mountain. That like, was her first ride, too. I like Space Mountain. Yeah, that's my, I think that's my mom's favorite ride. It's probably, I don't know. I have a couple. I love the Aerosmith Rock and Roller Coaster as well. Yeah, that's a good one. Sorry. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Anyway, um, so on It's a Smart World, it's rumored that a lot of cast members really enjoyed going on this ride, whether if it was on breaks or just to go on it. Just Yeah, Small World. Was, yeah, they can go around and look at all the dolls and the music and whatnot. Yeah. Um, well, they loved it so much, but that it's said that they go back to it when they die. And at nighttime, supposedly, even though all the power's off, the lights will turn on and off and the music will turn on and off and the the people and figures will dance. <gasps> supposedly. I mean, Ew, it's I hate that so very much. possible. I hate it's one of those like urban legends. I yeah. told you some of the stuff might not be true. <laughs> uh, fun fact, if you have the My Disney Experience app at Disney, they're creepily tracking you. Like every time you go or pass by somewhere, they're like, hey, you should try this to eat. But Amy, tell us a fun fact, please. That is, that is fun and a fact. That was a fun fact, and um, so if you download one of their the Disney Play app, um, every time you're near, if you have your Bluetooth on, I believe, uh, every time you go by, you can interact with. Oh, that's fun! Uh, ga- different games and different things oh. that are. Yeah. See, there you go. Fun fact, guys. If you're going to Disney, yeah. No, sorry. Email Amy. I'm so sorry. Wwtnpodcast at gmail don't the, be sorry. Mine, I'm not sorry. My Disney experience isn't much of a thing anymore because they there's a new uh, Genie app that's out, and that's basically what you use. My Disney experience, like, I still have it on my phone. It's just, like, they're trying to, like, get away from it. So now this is uh, actually a Disney app uh, podcast, <laughs> and... <laughs> I'm going to stop done, what, right what, he, what, what, he, what have we done to the show? Walt Disney's apartment. I'm literally like just about done. Okay. Did I don't you know want you to he be has done. an apartment? Yeah. I did not know. Well, I've never been to Disneyland. In so. Disneyland, yeah. yeah. So in July of 1954, Walt Disney moved into a small apartment, or I guess he like he temporarily would stay there and oversee like the construction of Walt Disneyland or yeah. Disneyland. And it's above the fire department there. Um, so every time that he was there, he would turn a lamp on. So that the cast members would know. And he yeah. knows this already, and I love it. It's okay. I'm so happy that you know this. Um, so he would turn on the lamp to let the cast members know that he was there. So the night, uh, or I guess right after he died, a cast member went to go turn off the light and was cleaning the apartment. Um, oh, that's sad. I know. Um, and whenever she left, she turned off the light. And as she was heading out, she looked inside and the light or she looked at the the window and the light was on oh after she walked out yes (gasps) so she went and turned it off and headed back out again and it was on again she's like you can't get rid of me that fast the dream your dream is coming true (laughs) going to the freddy krueger action um so to this day they just decide to leave the light on as like a symbol 
of him always being always there. Always being there. But, I mean, maybe they just couldn't get it to turn off or stay off. That, that could He's like, I'm always overseeing things here. They're like, we stopped replacing the bulb years ago. And so on. Uh, one more fun fact. Uh, rumor has it. Well, it's not really a fact, but... Um, there's a spell book in the Haunted Mansion in the Seance Circle. Uh-huh. And rumor has it is that it's a real spell book. And each morning when cast members would arrive, it would be in a new spot and they would have to put it back. I don't know if that's true or not. Why but would I they have it was to put fun. it back? Why don't you just like uh, leave it? Because Madame Leota is like spelling up the whole Haunted Mansion and moving this book around. I don't know. It's interesting. It the eye book from... Hocus Pocus. Oh, yeah. My yeah. book. <laughs> uh, book. Uh, honorable mentions. On the Tower of Terror, hours after uh, after hours, a figure had been seen walking the opposite way where the line would wait. And when seen or addressed, it disappears. Um, also, on Main Street, a lady in white has been seen many times around the stores. Legends say that she actually died on the property in the 1900s before oh, wow. Disney yeah. came. Uh, another one, a former cast member claimed while alone in a store prior to opening, she heard a loud crash and found something in the stock room broke by itself, and there was no way it could have fallen, and she was also alone. So. Oh, my God. She's, she, that person had also said that a lot of creepy things happened there. I hate that so much. But you're probably alone in this giant place, too, a lot. So yeah. creepy. Yeah. Uh, people have reported hearing a woman's voice near one of the ice cream carts when no one is there. Oh. Mul- She's like, can I get a mint can chip? I, can I, yeah. Can I get a, a Mickey Mouse, a Mickey Mouse fudge sickle thingy, whatever they are? <laughs> Uh, also, there's a ton of footage of, like, apparitions that have been seen on Oh, I'm on sure. Yeah. So much. I saw Alice was watching them with me. How fun. You're welcome. Uh, outside you. on the ride, Spaceship Earth in Epcot, a small girl with yellow hair has been seen during the day being chased by a boy. Uh, oh, guess, like, that's... like, little kids playing. That's cute. During the day, though, which is that's, weird. Yeah, that's interesting. Another former employee talked about a train command center with a board that shows all the trains that are on the track. And late at night in the far corner, a train would show up on the board and its whistle would blow. But there's no trains out there and people would call it Walt's train because I guess he loved trains. Oh, I love that. Also, many people don't know that Walt was actually a big smoker. Yes. I did not know that. Um, and his wife told him, don't do it in public. Don't let kids see you. So he did it. He hit a lot to smoke. And he had a special place that he would smoke. And employees claimed to smell cigarette smoke in the area that he always smoked in still to this day. Interesting. And it's like fresh smoke, too. Yeah. Uh, guests evidently claim they see Walt's ghost all the time. One even said they had seen a man looking like Walt standing just outside the castle on the drawbridge, waving until he slowly disappeared. Oh, that's weird. And that that's it. That's it. And uh, hope you guys take a trip to the happiest place on earth. Please. It might be your last. Sorry. I had to include that. I love that. <laughs> I would rather die at Disney than die anywhere else. Please don't say that. Because a lot of people have. Not that many. <laughs> Maybe. 
<laughs> do you have a neighborhood story for me? Yes, I do. I'm surprised I'm so you did. Sorry, that took so long. I know that I'm there's so like sorry. Our episodes usually don't run this long. No. <laughs> there's not. There was a ghost of Tower on Tower Terror in yes, Disney World. I know. I know. I saw briefly, but I was like, I'm already at like eight pages. And oh yeah. I just. Yeah, Alice even told me about someone fainting or something mm-hmm. or having a heart attack. Yeah, yeah. and he, he died on t- – it was a worker died on Tower of Terror. Oh, and should have included it. There's Is been... it a bellhop? Yeah, well, he's an employee. A bellhop. I think he was working on it or something like that. And um, so sometimes when people get a picture – you know how there's a picture? Sometimes he's in the corner. <gasps> oh, man. I sh- There you go, people. Yeah. See? Amy helped me out on my story this week, guys. Thank you. That she made didn't me happy. Even know it. Good. I'm glad. So this is my neighborhood story. It's a a, a note um, pinned on a, like a bulletin board or something, and it says, "Dear person who left, dear person who left stuffed animal in the dryer. Your animal fell out of the dryer very fast, and I thought it was alive. I stabbed it with my army knife." <laughs> it's Catherine. <laughs> I, I see now it was not alive sorry about your stuffed animal p.s i'm on shrooms sorry again why did you just have your army knife out like ready to go they're like right, i'm about to i'm about to open this dryer i've got my knife ready like <laughs> they were also on shrooms so i don't know, I don't you know, know. It, yeah. it could have been a dinosaur it could have been yeah I hope it was. I've heard some crazy stories. Um, yeah, we're going to go. No. Oh, no, we're not. Before we oh, go. No, we're not doing this on the episode. Oh, okay. Uh, so, goodbye, everyone. Yeah. Uh, any Before you Farewell. leave, though, you can listen to us if you haven't left us yet. Um, you can find us wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, iTunes, wherever. Please rate and review us. Uh, we really appreciate it. It helps a lot. Also, follow us on Facebook, t- TikTok. Twitter, Instagram, and that's at WWTN Podcast. We also have a Facebook group. We're really active in it, and we love to play games. And our website is whatswiththenneighbors.com. And on there, you can find everything that she just mentioned, along with a link to our merchandise and our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash WWTN Podcast or whatswiththenneighbors.com or whatswiththenneighbors. And for $5 a month, you can get um literally our episodes videoed and unedited today was, it was a- so much guys <laughs> what just happened what happened what happened what happened literally you can get everything on patreon did was that on Already? It was on auto. It was on auto. Alice was... All right, Alice. Was shredding stuff earlier, so I don't know. <laughs> it was on auto. I don't know. I thought she was done doing stuff, but... All right. Well, we have our ghost in here shredding some papers. So, for $5 a month, you can get our episodes unedited, videoed. We have a ton of stuff to- this week that you can see. Um, and for $3 a month, and everything is early also, for $3 a month, you can get our edited video, uh, edited episodes early. And 
feel free to slide into our DMs with any questions, comments, or story suggestions along with your own personal true crime or paranormal stories. And have you checked in on the neighbors? What's with the neighbors? Bringing Amy out. Bring Amy out. What's with the neighbors? Say hi to the cats for us. Meow. <laughs>